sometimes we feel like, okay, well, I've done all of this, so I need the night off. And sex is really not important tonight. And he'll be all right. And he'll be all right. God, you're making me better. You're making me better. And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever. God, you're making me better. You're making me better. And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever. What's up, everybody? God, this is Marriage at Golgotha, where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. What's up, babe? How you doing? I'm good, babe. Over to you. I am doing absolutely, positively wonderful. My name is Felicia, and I am joined with my loving boot thing, Wayne. I'm here. You are here? I am. Alive, in color, fine. It's, mm, mm. Well, this is <laughs> this is episode 23. 23. Yes, it is. Yes, episode 23. And uh, this is Withholding the Goods, part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, just to give you guys a little recap um, from part one. Again, we were talking about intimacy and sex and knowing the difference, right? Right, right. There is definitely a difference for sure. Um, And I think in a lot of instances, we tend to think that the two are the same. And so as a result, when we don't get one, we we tend to neglect the other, actually. (laughs) That's true. So like, for instance, you know, if if I want sex, but I neglect to give my wife intimacy, I can't necessarily be too upset that. I don't get sex when I want it and vice versa, you know, so definitely. And we talked a little bit in uh, part one, um, just some of the, the signs, um, the warnings and consequences. the consequences. Yeah, yeah. Of withholding, um, whether it be intentional or unintentional. Yeah. You even did a little role play. Yeah. I do remember that. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we kind of wanted to, um, continue this this discussion yeah. about withholding the goods because I think one of the things that we realized when we were talking in part one that this is definitely a really really broad uh, topic. Um, so many elements to sex in marriage and, and intimacy, right? right. Um, within within your marriage and just want to kind of dig some things out just a little bit because I think we talked a lot about how we intentionally withhold right because I want something from you Mm -hmm. that you're not willing to give me so I decide that until you do this a b c and d yeah um then I'm not gonna give you what you want I'm not gonna give you um sex and I think we kind of talked about um i know i gave my perspective from as a woman Mm -hmm. (laughs) some of the things that i felt like were maybe more of a priority Mm. so to speak yeah um, yeah that's true than sex thinking about you know coming home from work and being tired and some of the things that um i do as a mom or whatever as a wife taking care of the home and things like that and so sometimes we feel like okay well I've done all of this, so I need the night off. I, um, sex is really not important tonight. And he'll be all right. And he'll be all right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, just to yeah. be honest. But um, yeah. just learning that that's really not healthy. It's not. Um, and on the flip side, um, you know, me looking purely at sex and thinking, you know, this is what I want. And, you know, I want, I want, I need, I need. And not taking into consideration all the things that my wife has had to deal with. Um, and, and we're not saying that this is, you know, gender exclusive because 
I mean, the, the roles could be reversed. Definitely, you know, it could be you know that the it could be that the the wife is, feels like you know her husband doesn't want to be as intimate as she would like. Yeah. Um, so you know we're not we're not locking down you know these situations and saying you know that this is how the husband is portrayed, this is how the wife is portrayed in all cases. This is just you know from my personal experience and you know in a lot of instances we've seen others that struggle with this as well. So. I, I guess the big takeaway from last episode is that we both got to be more giving yes. than, you know, we we think in that moment. You know, we think in that moment it's about us. It's about our needs being fulfilled. When in reality, if we, feel, if we focus on fulfilling the other's need, then both needs get fulfilled. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, after we had that conversation, I really just um, kind of started really thinking about about this and how it goes deeper because I think we kind of dealt with it mm-hmm. on the surface of things yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes I think in, in a marriage sex can be something that, that is desired by both parties by both the husband and the wife right. but sometimes I think things happen yeah there are a lot of you know life happens <laughs> circumstances beyond your control there are there yeah are. and mm-hmm. so I, I kind of wanted to talk about some of those things mm-hmm. and kind of how how you navigate you know through through that because um I've had two children mm-hmm. um two natural births and you know it wasn't easy <laughs> you know getting back into um you know the routine of of yeah. you know yeah, of sex sure. and you know having that desire definitely um after having our, our last child came me i was a lot older um well i considered myself to be a lot older i'm only 38 older. yeah but <laughs> <laughs> exactly still a spring chicken baby Come well I felt that, you know, I was a lot older than I was, of course, than I was with my first child. So it was definitely a difference. Mm -hmm. So I want to look at some of the um, physical limitations. I don't know if I really should use the word limitations, but some of the things that, you know, occur physically within the body Mm -hmm. and that may cause you to not want to you know physically have sex or be yeah. intimate with your with your spouse right, right and so um some of those things that i thought about um and and we're definitely gonna get a little kind of into the weeds a little bit mm-hmm. with this um some of the things that i thought about were um you know women who have a menstrual each month mm-hmm. um i thought about um you know some of those situations now i know health-wise you can you know have sex um you know while you know you're on your menstrual but for some women that may not be the most comfortable thing yeah um i mean for some men too i mean you you kind of have to gauge that but things like i thought about that i thought about um again the birth of a child yeah um after you know giving birth of course there's that time that you know your doctor will advise you depending on whether you've had a natural birth or whether you've had um, a cesarean, yeah, um, they may advise you, okay, well, this is a certain time that you have to abstain. Yeah, close <laughs> the shop. Yeah, and so um, I think for women, we're kind of like, okay, yes, thank God. And for men, we're break. like, I know I got to be patient. Yeah, you, you guys are like, you, you have to be pa- patient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> During yeah. that time. No doubt, no doubt. Um, I also thought about just the natural aspect of stress, mm-hmm. you know, um, that you feel stress whether it be from work stress just from 
you know, dealing with, with children, if mm-hmm. you have kids, um, just life, yeah. um, stress, yeah. um, moving through the aging, you know, the aging process, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I thought about the change in my body when I went from, I think maybe 30 to 35. Yeah. You know, when I hit 30, I was like, oh, okay, I kind of still feel like I'm in my 20s. This is not so bad. <laughs> but it seemed like when 35 hit, it was like, bam, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I don't have as much energy right, right, um, right. as I used to have. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, that and, you know, your people want to deny that their personalities change, you know, as they age. But I mean, honestly, your personality does go through transformation especially when you're married i mean that's just a natural part of marriage you're you're going to change to a certain degree your priorities will change your goals will change you know what you're striving for will change like you know for instance like you mentioned that jump from say 30 to 35 there were a lot of things that you were doing at 30 that you weren't doing at 35 Mm -hmm. like even as it relates to some of the things that you're into now like you know event planning you know Mm -hmm. uh organizations and stuff that you're involved with those things they take time they take energy yeah, and so definitely. you know the more you age and the more things that you start to take interest in i mean that can play a factor it's it's not just you know physical as far as age is concerned there, there are a lot of other factors too to come with age that yeah. both the husband and the wife have to consider that's a good point good point yeah um and then i thought also about um medication side effects also yeah some of the things that may in fact and i think sometimes you know we're really not necessarily aware or thinking about these things at that time or we're thinking is that my spouse doesn't want to have sex with me you know yeah yeah or um i can't really speak from from a male perspective i have to leave that into your 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 hands but i know um me being a woman and and being um a mom Mm -hmm. you know having given birth to to two children um i've been in my career now for 20 just a little over 20 years mm-hmm. so i can definitely say that um my physical <laughs> the, the things that i do physically impact how i feel emotionally yep which yep ultimately will lead to okay how do i feel about you know having sex tonight or mm-hmm. you know some of those some of those things some of those things are the driving force i guess i want to say yeah or yeah that makes sense babe they have you know kind of affect how i feel right at that moment mm-hmm. um and, and i think again we don't really think about some of these things so from a male perspective like what are what do you think may be some things that may even though you might not be experiencing i'm not saying that i've experienced all of these things Mm -hmm. but um i think that there are some women out there that have experienced these things some wives and they're like okay well my spouse may not really be thinking about the fact that these are some of the things that i'm experiencing that i'm going through that are impacting why you know i may not yeah. be up to you be know up having sex as often, on a regular or, as often as yeah. he would like me to right you know so, on, on on my end um and i can't neither one of us can speak for all men or all women yeah but um i know on my end you know one of the things physically that i think about is you know a, a, a lot of women talk about how they're, they're self-conscious about their bodies mm-hmm. and you know the way their bodies 
uh, progress and change as they age, men are thinking about that too. Okay. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, well, does she find me attractive? The, the, does she think that I'm still, you know, the, the hunk, the muscle man? Yeah. Do I, do, I, do I still have the pecs that, you know, she, she, she's looking at and wants to lay on and touch? And do I still have, you know, the six pack? I, I, I don't, I wouldn't say I have a six pack right now. I'm working on it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I look good, babe. I think I'm in decent shape, but you know that 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 plays a part. Um, you know, the overall physical aspects. Um, honestly, uh, and I don't have this struggle, but a lot of men do erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. That that that's a real struggle. Um, you know, and that that has that's something that has to be dealt with. You know, on a, on a medical, <laughs> you know, basis. Uh, low testosterone levels. Mm-hmm. You know that that's gotcha. something also that that can contribute to a. a not a lack, but a decrease in sex drive amongst men. And again, th- these are, I think the big struggle for men is we don't want to think about physical limitations. Mm-hmm. That that messes with our ego really bad. Really? It does. Like, you know, because, oh gosh, especially, look, erectile dysfunction. Okay. I, I literally can't get to the point where I can perform for my wife. And I'm saying that in the nicest way that I possibly can. But, you know, just in case there's any kids listening. But, yeah, that, dude, that's that's a pride thing. Mm-hmm. That's hard. You know, that's, you know, no pun intended. But, I mean, gotcha. you know, just, just, just dealing with that, um, that plays a big part in how we emotionally uh, deal with the fact that, man, I, I may not be able to satisfy my wife. Um, you know, it, it, is, it is something that, you know, men go through more often than they would care to admit women i believe are more open with it um women i believe are more open to talking about and and actually i'm not saying that the the embarrassment is any less but you know men men in general we're not as open and expressive about it as we i think we should be we're more so prone to point the finger at the woman Mm -hmm. honestly and say well you know, it might be that you're not taking care of yourself as much. And, you know, we, we, we like to we like to play the blame game. Gotcha. And so, yeah, those are just uh, a couple of physical limitations that I, I believe. Um, and, of course, there's others um, maybe more drastic than those things. Like, God forbid, you know, uh, I don't know, um, some veterans, I'm sure, you know, have dealt with uh, actual physical injuries mm-hmm. that prevent them from being intimate with their, their wife. Um you know those kind of things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We go on and on and on, but physical limitations do affect males in a lot of adverse ways, um, and it, it it definitely goes both ways. I yeah. just think that we're yeah. not as quick to admit it. Yeah, and I, I mean, you're right. We can't probably name them all, mm-hmm. but I just kind of wanted to, us to kind of talk about a few because yeah. I think that that again, it's something that we really don't um, dig deep right. into. Right. We just see oh. They're we, not feeling you know, know, right? You know, <laughs> exactly. something's going on in that marriage. She's yeah. not giving him any, or he's yeah. not giving hers. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah, we're there. really not thinking about. There could be other factors here. Yeah, the yeah. fact that there are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so I think it's really important. Um, but when we do recognize that these are some issues, if you realize that, okay, my wife is stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is why she's probably not as intimate with me right. um, as I would like for her to be or she's you know I feel like she's withholding mm-hmm. you know or maybe it is a medication that yeah. she or he is taking yeah side effects yeah um, you know different things mm-hmm. that are going on or if we, we had a child and you know maybe she's 
you know, needing some more time right. to 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 get there because there's things like postpartum, mm. you know, um, yeah. different things that you know um, she may be experiencing. But once you recognize that, what do you do? Um, what's the, what's the next step in trying to, I guess, how do you move forward? Is is my question. Um, knowing your personality, making a plan is likely something that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, you because you you are oh gosh, I, I talk about all the time how type A my wife is, um, but it's a good thing. Make it make a plan. Um, so I th- I think before we make a plan, I think we gotta have a conversation though. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I with think that. we we have to have a conversation. Yeah, where you're open and real about. I'm open and real about mm-hmm. how I'm feeling, but I'm what I'm going through, um, and that. Um, you as my partner, as my my husband, mm-hmm. um, are honest about how you feel yep. about the situation, mm-hmm. and just you know willing to admit that yeah, this is really hard. This is really happening. This is hard. You know? um, or I mean, and it a conversation if it's done right, it gives the husband or the wife the opportunity to number one air out what it is that they're holding in, and also to hear what the other person isn't holding in. At that point, you're right, honey. Um, at that point, you can actually formulate a really good, comprehensive plan. That conversation is, is important. Um, I don't. I don't think we have real conversations enough. You know, yeah. well, why do you think that is? Like, why? Why do you think that we're unwilling to have conversations more often? You know, as it relates I, I to think that? because we're in, sometimes we're not prepared to deal with the reality of our situation. You know. Yeah. Um, I may not want to admit that okay sure. I have been withholding mm-hmm. <laughs> the goods mm-hmm. um, for my husband because I want this image I want to feel like I'm the best wife you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. ever I want to feel like I'm you know doing mm-hmm. right <laughs> by you or whatever right. I want to feel like I'm making you happy mm-hmm. so if I pretend that there isn't an issue in our sex life um, that we have no intimacy issues then I can continue on with this persona, you know, that everything's okay. Right. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why we really don't don't want to have that conversation. And I think also because it's it's just difficult. Yeah, it is. It's 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 can be hard. It can be um, painful. Mm-hmm. And because um, sex, believe it or not, even though it's highly publicized on TV and oh, yeah. in the media, everything. Good Lord. It's a private thing. Yeah. You know, um, our bodies (laughs) Mm -hmm. are private things and it it can be embarrassing. It can be even even when you're married, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It can be something that you're like, you just don't want to talk about because it exposes. That's true. uh, It exposes us. So I I think that's why it's difficult to have that conversation. I'll take it a step further, Um, particularly for Christians, because we want to paint this picture of just a good solid marriage you know and and we we want we want to give off this impression that everything is all good to those that may be looking i don't think we do as well with real issues as it relates to our sex life because we feel like well we're supposed to be you know the gold standard we're we're not supposed to have these issues we're (laughs) i'm not supposed to as a husband as a christian husband in particular Mm-hmm. You know, this should not be an issue. No, we we, we got to give off the best impression that we possibly can. And we, we put undue pressure on ourselves, I think. I think, yeah. 
you know, we, we because we feel like our sex lives and our, our marriages are just supposed to be heads and heels above yeah. everybody else. We, we, we got to be better than them because we got to show off and, and show them that, you know, Jesus is the answer. <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm, I'm by, by no stretch, by no means am I saying that marriage is not supposed to reflect you know, a, a healthy example of what a relationship with God is supposed to look like. That's one of the purposes of marriage. But when we put undue pressure on ourselves and and can't have real conversations about legitimate intimacy issues, I, I think we do our marriages a disservice. You know, I think when we're so concerned with how it looks and how it sounds, and I, I know that's impossible. I can't have this issue. I have Jesus. <laughs> I can't have a bad sex life if I have Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we got to get out of that. I mean, Jesus does not hold that against us. So we, we, we can't do that either. We, right. we, yeah, right. we got to be real. And so after, you know, you've had that conversation mm-hmm. and you understand what the issue is, um, or issues. Or issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you can, you know, move on to to making a plan as yeah. to yeah. how we're going to work through this thing. How right. are we going to work through these issues? What steps, you know, we need to take? And I think with making a plan, most importantly, you have to make it a priority. Yeah. Because yeah. you can have a plan. But then if it's not seen as a priority, the plan can kind of get pushed to the side. You're quicker to brush something off that's not a priority. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, So, you know, you make it a priority and then you can say, okay, this is how we're going to navigate through this process. And Mm -hmm. it it may involve um, seeking, you know, some professional you know, yeah. some professional help, some no counseling, doubt. No doubt. Not, you know, not, and just, your, not just your pastor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't mean any disrespect, but not just your pastor. You, yeah. You need, if you need a clinical counselor, somebody that's got some letters behind the name, please. Uh, you know, yeah. Someone that has some, right. some education level in, in this area mm-hmm. of how you can work yeah. um, through this thing. But I think that's important. It is. It is. Um, just just making sure that you have a plan of how you're going to get get through it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I believe, too, that and we're, we're being really intentional about not trying to give you all a list of steps. Because yeah, everybody's married is different. It's, it's different. You know, we, we and as we say all the time, you know, we're not experts. And so for us to try to prescribe to you all how to fix your sex life is unfair to you and it's incredibly prideful of us so we're not going to do that (laughs) you know but I I think one of the things that you you definitely have to do um, with any plan that you probably make is is leave some room Mm. for improvement you know um, don't set the bar so high that it's going to seem impossible um, for your your spouse to get there Mm -hmm. or like they don't have any room for, for error or mistakes Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So just being open-minded being that open-minded. it's going to be a process, right? Because you you do want the plan to be comprehensive in the sense that you know you deal with all of the issues that you have. That's why the conversation is so important. It it has to be a real conversation because you want to lay all the cards on the table. If there are physical limitations, uh, you know, either on your end or your spouse's end that are contributing, you need to make those known. You know, you need to tell your husband or your wife, hey. Uh, part of my issue is, you know, just the side effect with this medication that I'm on. Um, or, you know, look, you know, babe, <laughs> from the woman's perspective, look, I, I just had a child. 
you gotta you gotta be patient here or you know it's but you have to be open and honest and put it all on the table and from there you know make a comprehensive plan we can't say that you know we can't say that we we can't say okay here's step one here's step two here's step three but open-mindedness and being uh real about the issues and being comprehensive and having a plan that it tries to incorporate everything you know i I really think that's important um and it's interesting that we're talking about this um with just being real and open and honest you know even even now as we speak fee and i are working through yeah you know our, our own you know issues as it relates to like you know intimacy and I mean, yes, sex. we're, I we're mean, forever learning. We're forever learning. So, um, and being patient. Exactly. So, <laughs> hey, we are, we are, both of us are. Um, she tried to throw a little shade with that patient thing, but, um, but no, nah, it, it, it's real, man. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad for it. Um, I'm glad that, you know, we have the opportunity to talk about it and not just be prescriptive, but also to say, look, you know, this is something that we're, we're dealing with on our own. I mean, <laughs> You know, it's not like we're talking from a place of having arrived. Like we're we're, we're dealing with it now. Like we had a conversation about it this morning. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're working through it, and yeah. you know, yeah, it's just real talk. So this has really been a great conversation. Um, I hope <laughs> that um, some of this has been a little bit insightful for, um, I guess from the male and the female perspective yeah yeah husband and the wife um but it's been great what you think babe it's been good it's been good um it's refreshing you know to talk about it and i think also again just to reemphasize, even from a christian perspective especially from a christian perspective we got to be more real you know with each other as husband and wife um we, we can have issues and work through them yes it's not the end of the world if you're, you're having real legitimate issues that can't just be fixed with a prayer <laughs> you that's know what right. i'm saying that's right you, you got to work through it you got to talk you get counseling uh both spiritual and clinical and i mean just 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 work through it um god is an all comprehensive god you know he uses different avenues to work the issues out and yeah and and marriage is it's difficult sometimes mm-hmm. there are going to be some hard days there are mm-hmm. going to be some some difficult um issues that i think we're going to face and yeah. i think this is just one of those areas that we're a little bit shy in and mm-hmm. you know kind of shy away from but i think it's definitely important it um, is. that it we is. talk about it for sure for sure um, but it's been great we appreciate everybody for tuning in um so Stay tuned to the next episode. For sure. For sure. All right. Love you guys. Love y'all. Signing off. Thanks so much for listening to Marriage at Golgotha. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you. This is always phenomenal. It's always wonderful. Mm-hmm. Always fun. Yes, always fun. So, babe, tell them where they can check us out. All right, everyone. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook. Just type in Marriage at Golgotha. Uh, it's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A. And be sure to like our page, too. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is M at G underscore podcast. That's M-A-T-G underscore podcast. Now, we found that for our Apple users and for our Android users, there are two really quick and simple ways to listen. So if you're, you are got an iPhone or an iPad or an Apple product, you can check us out on iTunes. For our Android users, check us out on Google Podcast. You don't have to download an app. You can just plug and play and listen to us that way. And as always, you can check out our website. It's marriageatgolgotha.com. That's M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E-A-T-G-O-L 
G-O-T-H-A. We want to get it out there, not because we're looking to be famous, but because we, we really believe God's given us something to say, and we really just like the conversations. That's right. So please remember to keep it real, keep it live, keep Christ in your marriage. A to the men. We don't believe. We follow the lotto instead of leading. Rolling the dice like this life isn't fleet, and our allegiance is the legion. I heard some people say they're losing their religion, and I get it. Manipulative restrictions got us twisted, but I'm glad God placed boundaries around me to ground me so I don't allow me to drown me. And inside those walls is why I found freedom. Say you know what's a gift.